Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about fitness and nutrition. I am delighted to welcome special guest Nate Palmer. Nate is a fitness and nutrition expert, coach, speaker, and number one best-selling author. He helps people improve their physique, finances, and family time using fitness and nutrition. You can reach Nate at his website, natetrainingsystems.com, where he shares a free five-day sugar detox, as well as a free copy of his book. And I'll include a link in the description. Welcome, Nate. I'm so delighted you could join with me today. Thanks, Linda. I'm so pumped to be here. I really appreciate it. Oh, I am so glad that you are here. And I'm, I just am delighted that you talked about improving our physique and our finances and on our family time. And that puts it kind of a package deal. We have a tendency in society to compartmentalize and put things in a little bento box where our physical health goes in this little spot and our mental health goes in this one and our emotional health goes in that one and our family goes over here and our finances go over here. And the truth is they're all interconnected and I love that you bring that out. And that's so amazing. And you even talk about how you work specifically with like business people and entrepreneurs and I, I just can't wait to learn all the things. So how do you put all those things together? Well, I like the, idea, the like the discrepancy between a bento box when really it's more like pho, right? Uh-huh, you know, everything yeah. is like is all mixed <laughs> up. And like if you know if we're going to continue with the food metaphors, which I hope we do because I love food. I'm in. But like the I think fitness for us can be the broth. It's like the base, right? And like that's what can really hold a lot of these other things together. Because I think that like you know there, there's a quote that I really like. I say all the time is that you know, the man with his health has a thousand dreams, and the man without it only has one. Uh-oh, right. And so I think that like so often, especially in Western society, we, we think, okay, you know what? I'm just going to buckle down. I'm just going to work for like a quick 40 years. And then when I'm done with that, then I'll focus on my family. We'll go on vacations. I'll get my fitness in line. But really, when it comes down to it, we, if we let those other pieces slip, you can't, there's no m- amount of money that you can buy back your fitness. There's no amount of money that you can buy back hanging out with your kids when they're little. So like no matter how much money you make, if you don't have that cornerstone of your health, your fitness, and I think the, like the big thing here is also like your energy. Can you show up with like energy, purpose, and focus with your family in the evening? Because I'm not a family therapist. I'm not a financial or a business coach. But it seems like when I help someone dial in their nutrition and their fitness to prioritize their energy, all these other pieces start really falling in line. That is so true. And isn't that amazing? And it creates a domino effect in a positive way. And so I think if you're going to start with anything, starting with that your physical fitness is probably best place to start if you want to improve your finances, if you want to improve, well, health, obviously, but relationships, anything. When you feel better, then that reflects in everything that you do. 100%. Yeah. um, there's There's no question that when you feel better and you look better, you perform better, you have more confidence. And like... Just like when you wake up in the morning and you go, I feel awesome today. Or you look in the mirror and you're like, this is exactly how I wanted to look. You know, like there's a power that comes with that and that translates to better energy, better mood. And and if you like, you say, like they say all the time, you can't pour from an empty vessel, right? So and you're in an airplane. It's like, hey, put your mask on yourself first rather before you put it on your family members. Like if you're not solvent, if you're not whole, if you are struggling, if you have these thought processes that go in the back of your mind. It's like, you're not good enough. You're too with this or you're, you have too much blank. Like you can never be fully present for the things that are really important to you. Cause I think that like, I like training. It's fun for me, but a lot of people don't. Um, so, story. and if you, so like, unless you like, unless you're like, Oh, I'm a trainer. I'm passionate about training. Like 
we need to use this as a vehicle to do be and have more rather than like fitness as the end goal. Five pounds dropped as the end goal, you know? Oh, I love that. Oh, man. Okay. And I'm so excited. Let's talk a little bit about nutrition and weight loss because that is so big. You talked about dropping five, 10 pounds and that's the goal or the desire for a gazillion people. But there's so many different ideas out there and and it's so hard to know it's like um here's the fast metabolism diet you're supposed to eat every two to three hours consistently and that helps keep your metabolism going no you're supposed to do periodic fasting and that's supposed to do this to your body no you're supposed to be doing the keto where you're supposed to be eating lots of fat no you're not supposed to be eating any fat and it's like people who honestly sincerely are trying to do a good job we don't know what to do so what do you suggest what how how do you eat when do you eat yeah, great question. And like before I even go into like kind of my personal philosophy, like just to address what you just said about just so much like the wet, the breadth of information in fitness and information and misinformation, because a lot of times people are working from like old, old studies, old news. And like, I don't really believe that anyone in fitness is deliberately out to like, like hoodwink someone else and like teach them the wrong things. Everyone believes that they're doing the right things. But some of the information is outdated or some of it's not really based on true science or some of it is aimed at selling supplements. I would have to say at some point when we talk about not based on true science and outdated, if something is true, it's not outdated. And so I think we're doing our best guesses and a lot of the things that we have been taught are people's best guesses. Totally. But like if you look back at like the 1970s when we were looking at – we were looking at like what's causing the meteoric rise in obesity and overweight – and the, the government honed in on what? Do you remember? Uh, Saturated fats. Oh, yeah. Fats in general. Thing. That's what this big, this big, like, push for low-fat products, low-fat, like, um, all these, like, all these products and, and things that we buy, purchase in the grocery store that were all right. low-fat. They're everywhere. And so, and so when we take the fat out, well, like, they're a little bit more bland. So what did companies do to con- continue to increase their, like, product usage? Probably add Cram sugar. them full of sugars and salts. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now we've had like an increase in the, in the amount of sugar, decrease in the amount of fats. So like, yes, we were working with what we thought to be true at the time, but science kind of keeps like evolving and showing us stuff. So like, like not to say like that was true, but like mm-hmm. that was what we, what we could do. That like that was the best, best we had at guess. the time. Right. Gotcha. You know? So like that being said, like when you're, when you're looking at like a person or a coach or an influencer or a nutritionist or something like that, what I, what I'm always trying to look at is like, is this person, is this person like walking the talk? Do they have like, do they have people that they're working with that are showing showcasing results? Is this person like a know-it-all? Like, and I oh. think I come across as a know-it-all sometimes. So like, <laughs> take that or leave it. but like, is this person somebody who's like, I have the answer for everything or are they constantly working on updating and uh, like improving their information sources, gathering information from higher quality sources outside of themselves? And if the person is kind of hitting those three requirements, I think, and you're like, I vibe with them. Like, I like their message. I'm like, go in with them. And then don't look at anyone else. Kind of put the blinders on because like keto can work. I'm not a fan, but it can work. Like low, low, like low fat can work. Also not a fan. Um, and didn't so like you do keto that, and put a bunch of oil in your coffee and stuff? Yeah. Like, 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 what, so I was like, who thinks that putting 500 calories of the butter in their coffee in the morning is healthy? Like <laughs> that to me, like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That one does <laughs> seem a little counterintuitive to me. Right. <laughs> So I have, I have what I believe is one of the greatest um, ways of facilitating fat loss, but also bolstering your energy. And the reason I like it is because that we focus on using the, like the, the knobs and levers of your body 
to actually get a result that you're looking for, like by not necessarily being like, this food is good or this food is dirty or whatever else, but like, what is the goal that I want from this meal? And then what do, what does this type of carb provide to my body? What does this type of fat provide to my body? What are these supplements doing for my body? So always kind of like, rather than being like, what am I hungry for? How much do I want to lose five pounds? It's like, what result do I want from this specific meal? And I think it's really powerful because like I said, business people and entrepreneurs can connect with this. And if I can show them how they can now do five hours of work in three hours because their focus is better because that that's going to result in more money, they're going to stick with this a lot longer term. So even though keto might get results, intermittent fasting might get results, Atkins might get results, none of these things are going to work or even like it doesn't even matter if they work if they're not sustainable. Hmm. And that's what I love about this is that it's sustainable because people understand they can connect that fitness and nutrition equals more focus, more financial success, more better family time. And that's what's really important to me. It's like when I ask someone later on down the road, I'm like, how's your nutrition going? And they go, listen, I don't even really feel like it's a diet. This is just how I eat now. That is, that is the goal. Cause every time, I mean, I try a this or that for a month and it's like, then the next day, pop, whatever gain or, you know, re- benefits I had are gone. And that is so frustrating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm really trying, dang it. Yeah. So like, so it's all about finding something that works for you. So um, I know I feel kind of like, <laughs> like meandering around your question, but um, can we talk a little bit about like, I don't mind that at like, all. Or? Yes. Okay. Specifics. Cool. Okay, bring it. So, um, in my book, the million dollar uh, million dollar body method, I feel like a lot of coaches, you know, will put out a book and it's like basically a glorified sales letter for their program. But I wanted this to be something that, like, ten years from now, twenty years from now, someone could pick up and be like, "Wow, really great information. I'm getting good results from it." So, what I what I categorize things into is what I call the seven daily investments. Mm-hmm. So, what are the investments that you need to make in your health every single day to result in amazing energy, vibrant health, and, and like great business and family time down the road? So I, I put into seven things and three of them luckily are just breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you're already doing all those things. Okay. Ooh. So, um, basically like start off first daily investment is a morning routine. And a lot of people talk about morning routines, but I've got, like I said before, two little kids at home. And so my like gratitude and journaling and meditation, all that stuff kind of disappeared when my, when my daughter was born. Unless so like, unless I want to sacrifice sleep to get those things. And I don't. So I, I distilled this into the 90 second morning routine. That's going to get you up feeling really, really good. And it is so simple because I think that simplicity and a high return on your investment are crucial for, for dads, yes. business owners, entrepreneurs everywhere. So 90 seconds. Yeah. What are you doing? Okay. And you're going to be like, that's it. So just prepare yourself for it to be underwhelmed. <laughs> okay. Like okay. Okay. So when you wake up in the morning, 32 ounces of water within 30 minutes and then 60 seconds of explosive exercise. Explosive exercise being jumping jacks, jump rope, jumping on a, like a rebound or trampoline, or just simply like standing in your corner like shadow boxing. Awesome. Doesn't matter. 60 seconds of that before you do anything else will get you amped up more than a pot of coffee in the morning. You're going to feel really good because what you've done is you shifted your body from what's called parasympathetic nervous system dominance. That's like arrest and digest. And you brought it over to sympathetic, which is fight or flight, you know, mm-hmm. but it's a spectrum right here. Here's like running from a cheetah and here's where we want to be when we wake up. Like, okay, I'm up. I'm ready. I'm feeling good. Easy, right? That is fantastic. So do you drink the water before you do the jump rope or do you jump the jump rope before you drink the water? I, I do like 16 jump rope, 16. Okay. 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 Because I found that if I did 32 and then I was like sloshing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I think would happen. That is brilliant. And I love that it makes it doable because everybody, well, not everybody, most people are going to say just what you did. I don't have time. 
and I don't want to sacrifice sleep for this because sleep is also part of our health and being able to function in the day. But everybody has 60 seconds. I mean, that's like brushing your teeth kind of a thing. We, we can do this. It, it kind of removes our excuses. So love it. Awesome. Yeah. Appreciate that. So I'm going to, so you're going to follow with me tomorrow and let me know how it went. Oh yeah, sure. Thank you. All right. So then the, the second of the daily investments is breakfast. Um, and so I think breakfast in a specific way, because like growing up, we're taught that a, what is it? What do they say on TV? Like a healthy part of a nutritious breakfast or healthy part of complete breakfast. Right. And what do they show Linda? Like uh, fruit loops, uh-huh. glass of milk, glass of orange juice. Cause probably you're really thirsty. Then like a banana and like, like four pieces of white bread and like a bagel and like a waffle. You know, like <laughs> it's bonkers. It's just all this high energy, high carbohydrate food. And so, well, I don't have anything against waffles and I like, I've got clients. I had a client last night who, who's who's lost six pounds in his first week and he ate cinnamon toast crunch for dinner last night. So I don't have anything against those foods, but we just have to know exactly how to structure them so that they were, you were utilizing them to get the results that we're looking for. We want our inputs to match our desired outputs. So for breakfast, all that stuff is going to do to you during the day is going to give you sugar spikes and drops, and drop. big spikes and energy drops all day long, which cue hunger, which makes you feel grumpy. Like all day long, we're out of alignment. We're out of balance. And it starts in the morning. Even if you're like, oh, I'm going to grab something healthy. I'm just going to grab a banana on the way out the door. You're still starting off with a high energy, high sugar snack, which is going to put you out of balance. So the, the way we get in balance, we want like a time release breakfast that's going to give us energy all the way to like 12 o'clock, one o'clock lunchtime. And the best way to do that, Linda, is by having a high-fat, high-protein breakfast. And I recommend protein shakes because they're just easy and fast. And I'm always trying to think about what's simpler, faster, easier. How can we make this a more sustainable process? Because, like, yes, I would love for you to have, like, eggs and sausage and, like, make this, like, great, great breakfast. But some of of us don't have time for that. We're not going to. So protein shakes are really easy. Go protein, some peanut butter, almond butter, almond milk or water, a little bit of ice. And I always throw a little bit of salt in there to increase and improve the hydration. That's a super easy shake that you can have in the morning. It's going to make you feel really good. It's going to get you out the door. And, and then for those of us who are like, you're like, okay, I'm going to try this out. Generally, we want between like 35 to 50 grams of protein. So not just one scoop. Make sure it's a little Whoa. bit more dense than that. Can you say that again? How many grams? 35 to 50 grams of protein in the morning. That's a lot. So that, that is, that's, that's many that's, scoops. That's more than a lot of people get in an entire day. Right. You know okay. what, like the daily, like what the like the ideal requirement for protein is for for people if they want to improve their body composition. Hmm. So it's a really it's an obscure number. It's it's 0.88 grams of protein per pound of like ideal body weight, which that's that's hard and stupid. So we round up to the nearest cool number, which is one, and so go one I pound one. or one gram per pound that you want to weigh. That, is, that simplifies the math. So thank you for that. <laughs> Big fan. Simple, faster, easier. I I love it. Can't get enough. I am a fan. Okay, so now I've had my protein shake for breakfast. I've already done my exercise. I've drunk my water. And so I've gone through three of the things. I'm I'm jamming, right? I can tell. You're positively glowing, (laughs) Linda. So what's next? So then after that, like kind of interspersed throughout the day, one of my my investments I call liquid assets. Okay, and this is, again, I'm just like, again, broken record, boring, boring, basic stuff. And this is going to cost you free dollars, so be careful. Mm. You need to drink one gallon of water, okay? Because right? like, haven't you heard like, okay, you need you need your your like your height and then your weight divided by like the hemisphere you're in, and then you're <laughs> like, you're, and like then if you're a Sagittarius, it's got to be like like no, just a gallon That's of water. So We're true. not drinking enough. 
Okay. Now, d- the court in the morning does count toward that gallon, right? Right. Okay, right. so we're all good. Okay, I can do that. So you get a quarter of your water in the morning. Already out the door, done. So like right. setting you up for success. Getting Stacking these little wins all day long. So that when the, by the end of the day, you're like, I had, I had seven incredible wins with my fitness today. And yeah. like, then you can just like, you can feel really good. You're doing esteemable actions. You're building your self-esteem. You're eliminating that negative voice. Like all these things are kind of aligning to put you into like a, this positive momentum. Big Mo, Linda. Momentum. I got it happen. Love it. So the big Mo. So that's a, the liquid acids. That kind of like that, that transcends the day. It's a whole, the whole day. Then okay. for lunch, we, we eat light to get more done eat light to get more done to accomplish more because a lot of times one of the reasons I don't like that 16 8 intermittent fasting especially for business owners busy people is because that lunch meal ends up being a bigger meal and what happens after you eat a chipotle burrito for lunch Linda? I would love to take a nap yeah I'm crawling <laughs> <under> the desk <laughs> totally so if we go and have a high protein high vegetable lunch like my favorite one again so simple so boring I love like chicken thighs with a bunch of baby carrots I'll tell you like half a bag half a pound of baby carrots out the door and you feel like full, satiated. By the way, the, if you eat a half pound of baby carrots um, for uh, an entire month, there's a study that was done that showcased that, that people actually think you look more attractive because of the baby carotene in it. So oh. you, you actually improve your physical, like, uh, gives your, a little like, more color. Yeah, I've heard if you eat too many carrots, you can kind of get the Oompa Loompa look, but half a pound apparently is just right. They did a study on college students where they took pictures before and then had people rate them on a scale of one to 10. And the people who ate the carrots had like an increase of a full number. So, that and I'm awesome. a really pale person, so I need to I need to practice what I'm preaching here. <laughs> <laughs> we love carrots at our house. My daughter is so awesome. She put little labels on my fridge, like where things go, and I have one drawer just labeled carrots because we usually always have a thing of carrots. And I thought that was pretty funny. She kind of nailed it. Like this is what we eat. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. So that's, that's lunch. Just super okay. simple, super light, high protein, high vegetable. Okay. So trying to avoid a lot of fats, creamy dressings, most carbs. And you'll notice that like, I haven't said carbs yet. Right. And I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of keto. So I do want you to have carbs. And I want you to have them at the right time because carbs for most of us are either a, a high energy food. Something we should eat before we go run a 5k, train really hard, work on building muscle, do a, do a triathlon. Or if we, if we have what's called insulin resistance, which means our body can't necessarily process carbohydrates and sugars very well. Fats or carbohydrates are going to go stored as fat more often than not. That is so no if we're way eating no. them at the wrong times or eating them, eating them and then sitting at work, we're not really doing any high impact activities. We're just eating carbs and then being like, I guess we'll just store these for a future activity. So when do we get to eat carbs? If it's a timing yes. thing. Glad you asked. So this again, this is kind of counter to a lot of fitness advice. And I'm not saying that like, you have to eat carbohydrates at night in order to get results because there's a lot of people who have cut out carbohydrates at night or done it completely backwards that do get results and it does work for them. This is what I found, again, to kind of keep the momentum going, stack wins, is we have all our carbohydrates at night. So we have a protein, a vegetable, and a carbohydrate at night. My two favorite types of carbs, potatoes and rice. Very innocuous, not really creating any allergies in people, just like a good, solid way to get those in. So what happens when you have that Chipotle burrito, right? We get tired. We start shifting from sympathetic nervous system dominance to parasympathetic nervous system dominance. That's the rest and digest. But now we've done it at dinner. So we've done it deliberately with the idea of like, hey, we're transitioning to like, we're slowing down. We're going to watch a little Netflix, go to bed. And so we're utilizing our food to give us the result we want. We want to get a little bit more tired. We want to fall asleep. We want to sleep deeply and wake up energized. And we're teaching our body how to do that, giving it the inputs that we want. 
Isn't that exciting? Oh, that's thrilling. I love that. I love that it sounds doable. That sounds reasonable. And that's amazing. And so people are getting these amazing results by following those those steps. Totally. Yeah. And like, you notice I haven't like even said like, besides like the protein shake in the morning, there's no detox teas or anything like crazy you have to do here. It's simple. It's sustainable. And you can see the results on a day-to-day basis because it's not just about like you lost 22 pounds in two months, three months, whatever else. Like, like, yes, that happens. But a lot of times, like you don't see that from Thursday to Friday. But what you do see is like, I felt really good today. When I showed up at my home with my kids or my grandkids, or whatever, like I had a ton of fun with them. I had a lot of energy. I was like, I was present at every moment. I had a bunch of work to get done. I was so focused and I just nailed it. So we get all these other wins, all these non-scale victories. So again, just like, just to keep reinforcing that we're on the right track, we're doing the right stuff. I love that. And I love if you can have a daily win, that makes me willing to do it again tomorrow. Because if I'm just waiting for the, the number on the scale to change and it didn't change from yesterday to today, then my, um, my motivation, my big mo here is just, and that's momentum, but motivation too. I, I, you know, it's not fun to play anymore. Can I, can I tell you why that's like, why this is important with like, with how fat loss works? I don't, I don't know if like, if you know much about this, but basically a lot of people think that if you're doing cardio in the gym, you're on a Stairmaster, you're lifting weights, whatever, that's when we burn fat. And that's not true at all. We burn fat when at night, as our body is repairing and repro- and processing, like what happened throughout the day. So our body will be pulling from fat stores to repair and rebuild. And what happens with our fat cells is they're filled with, they're filled with fat. And then as we take out, it turns into triglycerides, gets into our blood and gets, gets pulled to our liver, to all these places. But it like something has to happen to the fat cell. So it gets filled up back with water. So even though you burned fat, your scale weight didn't change because this, like you, like to, in order to satisfy the law of conservation of mass, to burn one pound of fat, you need 28 pounds of oxygen and 11 pounds of water. It's about two gallons. So like, so it might take two or three or four days to actually see the fat loss on the scale because it'll take some time for that water to drain out of that fat cell and the fat cell will actually shrink. Okay. I have never heard that one before. So the fat cells can drain of fat and then fill with water. And so you look the same, but the composition has changed. Yeah. And you just got to give it a couple of days. So like, that's why, you know, like, ha- like having those, like, Oh, I have to see this weight loss or like, I'm trying to lose 10 pounds by Tuesday. Like Hi. those things can be detrimental mentally. Like, yes, we can, we can sometimes get those results. But if you're, if you're so obsessed with like this really short term progress, you can miss the forest for the trees. So I don't say that because like, like, oh, you need to know the science or like, there's going to be a quiz later, but just like, just to give you reassurance that like, sometimes even when you're doing the right things, when you're getting all these wins and you're not seeing the scale move, you're still winning. You're still doing the right stuff. And just in the fact, like just in the same way that Linda, you wouldn't look at your like IRA or your 401k and be like, you know what? The market uh, went down last week. We should stop investing. We should, we should stop putting in our 401k. We still don't want to do, like get rid of our good behaviors just because we had like, we saw like a perceived setback or something didn't turn out the way we want to right. we want to stay with those good behaviors, even long-term because it's like investing. That's why I thought the daily investments, because it doesn't matter about today or tomorrow necessarily, but like my grandpa's 97 and he's been physically active his entire life. And so he's wow. like, he's um, in such better shape physically and mentally because he's had 50, 60, 70 years of activity and investments in his, in his own health and like in his work and stuff like that. That's allowed him to have that longevity. That is incredible. Okay. So we're talking about building good, positive habits. And one of the things you do is a sugar detox. And you also talked about insulin resistance. So how do you know if you need a sugar detox? 
Probably for like 99.9% of Americans, the answer is yes. But I mean, how do we know? <laughs> yeah, so I know, and I was just talking crap about detoxes too, so I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> so here, so if you, you, there's two ways to find out if you have insulin resistance. One is go to your doctor and they'll perform some labs and they'll be able to tell you, do you have metabolic syndrome? Do you have insulin resistance? And it's a, like, it'll, it'll cost you money, take some time. Here's a very simple way to do it. Take a tape measure, put it around your natural waist, which is generally about a half inch, inch above your belly button, okay? Okay. the thinnest part of your waist, and then take that number, divide it by your height in inches also. And so that's going to give you your, your waist to height ratio. Okay. And Linda, if your waist to height ratio, and I'm going to give you a, a, a not a simple number here, sorry. If your waist to height ratio is above the number 0.46, or if your waist is, is greater than 46% of your height, then you have some degree of insulin resistance. It's a spectrum, right? It's not, it's not binary. So really? once you get to your waist to height ratio of that 0.46, we can confidently say, hey, your body is processing carbs the right way. Your visceral fat is pretty low. You're, like your body, your liver is, is functioning at a high level. Because Linda went like, they did this, this test on, well, whenever someone goes to give a liver transplant, and they're like, hey, I'm going to donate part of my liver to, to save this person. Whatever. They have to go through these like, like various tests. And what they found is crazy because someone who's going to go to give a liver transplant is already putting themselves in a healthy demographic, right? They're already saying like, hey, I can probably afford to live without part of my liver. I'm, I'm already a healthy person. So we're already talking to like the upper echelon of healthy people in the U.S. when we're just looking at the study. And of those people, 80% were rejected because they have some sort of fatty liver, uh, fatty liver disease, which really? is like the key characteristic of metabolic syndrome insulin resistance. Okay. Well, that, 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 those are not good stats. No. So if your waist height ratio is above 0.46, not only do you have insulin resistance, but also like you are at risk here. Like this, you are putting yourself in a position to not have the longevity, not have the energy, not have the focus, not be around for the kids and grandkids and all these things. So this is important. This is like super important to, to figure this out. And if you find that like, okay, this is me. I want to like, what are my next steps? Like you said before, my website is N, and it's the number eight. I, I thought this was really clever. Now I spent it a long time. It is very clever. I looked at it and <laughs> thought, ooh, I like this. I will write it. It will be in the description. <laughs> I promise. So if you go to n8trainingsystems.com slash sugar detox, you can sign up for my free five-day sugar detox. It's a couple videos, a handbook. It'll walk you through it. But basically, it's five days of, again, you don't need any like supplements, anything crazy to do this. There's not, I'm, not, I'm not selling you a proprietary blend of like, Peruvian eucalyptus and like, you know, moth wings or something, something crazy. <laughs> but uh, I'm just, it's just like, here are the exact steps it takes to get, to start detoxing your body from sugar. And one of the key steps here, Linda, and this is one of the, the uh, it's, a, it's the, the one weekly investment we have. It's a 24 hour fast. From everything, including water? No, you still drink water, you can have tea, you can have coffee, but water. nothing with calories. Okay. All right. And what's great about that is it's just a, it's a super simple way to um, help get the uh, like the additional carbohydrates and glycogen out of your body, reset your body's sensitivity to insulin, and then help you like we have bacteria in our gut that eat sugar, and if we starve them out, they can stop sending signals to our brain of hey we need some more sugar we need we need to get some we need to get a little snack you got a half a donut there like what can we what can we eat exactly so if we starve them out we give them like we give them a day with no sugar then those cravings are way, way decreased. So it's, a, it's a, just a good, super easy five-day program that can result in you feeling good and just kick you, like kick off like a, uh, a set of new habits. That is brilliant. Okay, so in five days, it's going to kind of kickstart things and help help 
maybe shock the body into, into putting things into the right balance. And that is such an important part. I think a lot of times we, we, we try, we exercise and we eat good things, but I think without that kickstart and working on, I love that you talked about the gut health and the bacteria and all of those issues. They are a big deal. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, it can definitely add up too. Like there's a lot of stuff like, that's why I'm so interested in talking about like inputs versus outputs because our bodies like is, it's not a math equation. It's a more of a chemistry lab. Mm. So figuring out like what we're what are we pouring in? What are we what is, like what impact does this have? Where do like where does this fit into our diet? Like if we can figure those things out, you can utilize like like I said, you can have frosted flakes at night if you want to, because all I'm asking you to do is have a carbohydrate at night. So if that's a potato, great. That's frosted flakes, awesome. Like all you got to do is follow the framework of these inputs versus outputs to start getting those results today. Oh, that is brilliant. I love results. I love when something works, you know, just ah, it, it's, it's worth doing if you get some results. And if you feel good in the meantime, and each day is a win, that is fantastic. Well, thank you. This has been fantastic. And I really appreciate your insight. And I love that you put it into a, a manner that is doable for normal people. I mean, you've, you've kind of targeted for, you know, entrepreneurs and business people, but also you mentioned like, you know, tired people who've been dealing with little kids during the night. This is for moms and dads and just anybody. So thank you for helping make things seem doable. Absolutely. Yeah. I, like if anyone has any questions or like, you know, wants to run through the detox and like, let me know or give some feedback, something like that. Um, I run a, like a Facebook community. You go to na-trainingsystems.com slash group. Ask any questions, show up for trainings. I, I, I dive into this, this sort of thing there. So if there's any way I can support you, Linda, or your audience, I'd love to be a, a resource. Oh, thank you. And by being here today, you are. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for visiting with me today. Absolutely. This is so fun. Thanks a lot for asking some great questions. Oh, love it. In closing, I'd like to share an old English proverb. It says, don't dig your grave with your own knife and fork. Today, I invite you to use your forks and knives wisely by choosing to eat good, nutritious food. See you next time on Linda's Corner.